like women are now taking their health into their own hands. That's really inspiring. And I'm glad that I can play a small role in these journeys and especially by empowering these alternative treatments through an evidence-based approach through affordable but still rigorous clinical trials. Hi, I'm Melanie Barr. Welcome to the She Built It Experience with Melanie. Join me as I talk to women who have successfully built it, a career and business that they love. We dive into the topic of how they built it and talk about everything from having the courage to make career leaps to the details of how to lead effectively, create successful teams, implement strategies for growth, and infuse tech innovation. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. So let's dive in. Thank you for joining us, Suzanne. You are the founder of a Forbes 30 under 30 company, Citrus Labs. Tell us about your business and what led you to start it. Yeah, Citrus Labs conducts clinical studies on behalf of consumer brands like skincare, supplements, superfoods, and also devices so that these brands can make research-backed product claims. For example, 75% reduction in the appearance of finance and wrinkles or 90% felt more energetic. So this would be then the product, uh, the claim that they would get out of a research study. And our mission really is to make clinical trials more accessible for brands by providing a more affordable approach to the whole topic. And while Citrus Labs provides clinical trials from start to finish, like a traditional CRO, contract research organization, we run on technology which means that we automated most parts of the clinical trial process, which makes our studies not only more cost-efficient, but also faster. And I have worked in clinical trials, clinical research in all of my life. I mostly worked on big studies concerning indications like Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia or working in the metabolic area on diabetes and heart disease. And a couple of my friends were starting brands and research part of their brand identity. When they were getting quotes from some providers, they were fairly high And I was telling them that I would be able to help them to conduct these studies at a fraction of this cost. And this is how Citrus Labs was born. I love how your business happened naturally and you filled a need. What do you think are the most important elements of leadership when scaling a business and growing your teams? There are really different elements of leadership depending of which stage the business is in. Obviously, it's very important at all times to have a vision and a North Star, which is leading the way. But if you're looking at companies that are just starting out right at the beginning, leaders need to be super hands-on, you're working operationally, not being too good for anything, doing whatever it takes to get the business off the ground, reaching traction. Leaders need to be very adaptable, very flexible, trying out many things and being intellectually honest to themselves. Also, what is working, what is not working, talking to customers, potential customers, asking for feedback and building the way into product market fit. And then once a company found something that works, it's really about building and developing the team, finding, hiring the right people, 
which is obviously very crucial for scaling the business. And this also goes hand in hand with delegating tasks, empowering new employees. And especially for me, delegating was and sometimes still is very hard to me. What I'll do is I will always make room for failure, letting employees fail, because once this happens, it's fairly easy to come up with an action plan, help them grow and making sure that this doesn't happen again. One thing that is very important to me personally is also I believe in being kind and being empathetic. And unfortunately, sometimes this gets mistaken for weakness. But especially when you're building a team, it's very important because it will go a long way. Empathy and understanding that we are human makes women great leaders. In addition to what you talked about, doing all the parts of the business, then you know how to train your team and develop your team the way you want your business to grow because you've you've done all of the different elements of your business. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You believe in bringing cutting-edge research to brands to help growth and to consumers to help transparency, which we all appreciate. What do you like the most about what you do and why are you so passionate about it? I'm so passionate about it because I'm generally interested in what I do and all things research. I'm excited to help bridge this gap between providers and then also the wellness industry. And when you look at, for example, women's health, this is a topic that has been neglected by traditional Western medicine for ages. Our bodies are complex. We have sometimes weird symptoms and some of our conditions are hard to diagnose, especially when they are not showing up on blood work, on blood tests. And I would assume that many or even like most women have heard the sentence, it's all in your head by a provider at some point, me included. And many women don't feel taken seriously by the medical community. And personally, I had a health scare in 2019 which actually turned out to be a simple vitamin B12 deficiency. Mm. But it took three ER visits, 10 other doctor visits, and actually one doctor telling me that I might have cancer to get to a B12 deficiency diagnosis. And to be fair, my symptoms, they were all over the place. I had GI issues, felt super lightheaded, had shortness of breath. I had some weird numb feelings. And after two weeks, several ultrasounds, CT scans, blood tests, one doctor actually decided to ask me about my lifestyle and then ordered a B12 test. And it turns out I was highly deficient because I've been plant-based since I was 15. And back then I was really feeling helpless, desperate. Nobody took me serious. I was actually referred to a psychologist. And through my work with Citriceps, I can see now firsthand how these alternative approaches are helping women from PMS to PCOS, libido, menopause, to also see how women are now taking their health into their own hands. That's really inspiring. And I'm glad that I can play a small role in these journeys and especially by empowering these alternative treatments through an evidence-based approach through affordable but still rigorous clinical trials. It's so interesting because when something's going on with me, I think, how can I 
heal this naturally first. And we can't always do that, but how can we start there? And then when I look at all the health and wellness, because it's such a huge industry, you're right, women's health has been neglected, but health and beauty brands and wellness brands is such a huge industry. And you look at the products and social media is telling us it's so good for you and this is going to do X, Y, and Z. How do we tell if that's true? It's clinical trials, right? Research studies that evaluate if a product works and does what it's supposed to do. It includes objective data measurement from blood, stool, skin, but sometimes clinical trials can also be just questionnaire-based, especially Mm -hmm. if you have products that are looking into pain, such as period pain, or when you're looking at products that are targeting libido, female libido, right? Or anything related to mental health, focus, concentration, memory. This is when questionnaire-based studies are great. Actually, the gold standard of measuring outcomes. But when you're working with supplements, sometimes they want to include blood tests into their research. And we have worked with many brands that involve lipids, checking cholesterol, checking blood pressure, sometimes even hormones, or for skin studies, we are often using instruments to objectively measure parameters like hydration or fine lines, wrinkles. We also had a couple of studies that were looking at gut microbiome or skin microbiome. It all comes down to what the brand wants to measure and what claims they want to make at the end. There are different forms of study design. And a lot of people think that there's just one form that's the best one, which would be the randomized control uh, study, control trial. But there are also single group studies. And they differ that single group studies, as it's in the name, they only have one group. And then randomized control trials, they have two groups or even more groups, Mm -hmm. often testing against the placebo. And Randomized control studies, the gold standard of clinical trials, but some brands don't have the luxury to opt for an RCT, a randomized control trial. And also, if you're a new brand without a lot of anecdotal data, it doesn't really make sense to go with a big RCT right from the start. And in my opinion, a single group study that is well-designed even includes objective data measurement from biomarkers, can be as rigorous to collect evidence as an RCT, especially for young brands without a big amount of anecdotal data. Now, one thing that I want to add here is that in skincare, there is something called a consumer perception study. And many brands in skincare are utilizing this versus an actual clinical study. Mm -hmm. And they basically ask study participants if they agree or disagree with a statement. Do you agree or disagree that your dark circles under your eye improved? And then you have a Likert scale asking strongly agree, either disagree or agree. This is basically the lowest form of a clinical study, which is basically not an actual clinical study, but a perception study. Tell us about your technology and how does that work within the clinical trial space? We put technology where humans use to manage each step of the process that makes our studies faster, more cost efficient. You know, when you're looking at a clinical study, there are three parts. The first part is study startup. The second part 
is execution. And then the third part is all about data collection, analyzing data, and then writing a clinical study report. We automated the entire execution part from recruitment, data collection, and analyzing results. That's so amazing, especially for emerging brands. Yeah, I think so too. That like you said, not need such a large clinical study. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't mean that we can't run larger clinical studies. We can run larger clinical studies as well. But I think it's it's very important to mention that there's not just one form of a clinical trial. And many people that are not scientists, that are not involved with research, they always think that there's only one way to do research, which is randomized control study. But there are also other study types. and. Uh, Perception study, we can talk about that. It's often just basically a marketing thing. But the single group study, a single group clinical trial is still a clinical trial. There are so many supplements offered today, like we talked about before. How do you suggest we read the labels to make sure that we're getting good quality products for ourselves? Yeah. So first of all, deciding which supplements to take depends on several factors. And it shouldn't be an influencer telling you to take this. It includes health needs, includes diet, lifestyle, deficiencies. For example, I take a multivitamin that actually doesn't contain vitamin C because I get that through my diet, but it includes B vitamins, amongst others B12. It includes iron, vitamin D, and magnesium. And I exercise a lot and I'm plant-based and this multivitamin then makes a lot of sense for me. And then in terms of which brands to use, I would always look for a company that conducted a clinical trial. I don't expect to see 200, 300, 500 people randomized control study because I know that they are still fairly expensive, especially if you include blood work. But I do expect to see a pilot study. These type of studies have smaller sample sizes, typically single group. And the thing is that many supplements rely on existing research, which is fine, but putting your own products to the test through a clinical trial, even if it's just a pilot study, shows that the brand has confidence in their product. Mm. And I would also look at how transparent brands are about their studies, instead of just posting something like based on a third-party clinical study, I would look for a brand that is actually citing their source. And to me, the two, three most important things are who conducted the study, what was the methodology, and ideally also what was the study population on which the product was tested on. Again, I don't expect for the research to be published in a peer-reviewed journal, but I do expect to learn more about the research, especially more than just the claims. What are your favorite green beauty brands and how do you suggest we look for brand transparency? I really like Say Beauty. It's a great product, especially because their products are marrying skincare with makeup elements. But generally, like when it comes to a whole skincare and beauty regimen, I'm really a bare minimum person. I actually only use three products. And for me, the most important one is sunscreen. 
And especially in beauty, it's important to have a close look at the study type because many of them are perception studies. And especially if the claim is something and the 100%, like 100% agree that the product is doing this and this, then it is fairly likely that this was not a clinical study. And perception studies are not following the same rigor as an actual clinical study. Very interesting. Some of our clients actually disappointed when they get anything under 90% for their claims. Also with instruments, which is crazy. Because if your wrinkles objectively, objectively measured by skin analysis, improved by 30%, then this is huge. But obviously, in a perception study, that same company would probably get a claim that says 100% agree that their fine lines and wrinkles appear smoother. I ask this question at the end of every She Built It episode. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. And I see some ribbons behind you as we're talking. How do you make sure you find and live your joy? Yeah, it's very simple. It's living a multi-dimensional life. Obviously, I'm an entrepreneur working on some really exciting things with Citrus Labs. But as you see the ribbons, I'm also a competitive equestrian competing in horse shows all over California in three different disciplines in dressage, show jumping and cross country. And I'm also a runner. I run marathons all over the world and generally train a lot. And having this diversity in my life, also diversity of people, like different people, different backgrounds. My friends are entrepreneurs, business people, but also equestrians and also other athletes. It's, it's really amazing that they all bring new impulses to each aspect of my life. And I think we are all guilty of living in a bubble, but life gets more colorful and joyful when you have more than just one bubble. You have been so much fun to talk to today. What we put in our bodies and on our skin is so important. And you've taught us so much today about what to look for. And the next time I'm thinking about taking something, now I'm going to look deeper into the clinical trials and studies. So thank you for sharing that information with us. Can you tell us how and where we can find you? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, Suzanne Mitschke. You can just type in Citrus. That's probably easier and then find me there. Or you can send me a message on Suzanne, that is S-U-S-A-N-E at citruslabs.com. Thank you for joining us today. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me at hello at shebuiltit.com on our She Built It website or at She Built It on social. Thank you to my editor, Rich Trefolino, who always makes us sound good. Until next time, let nothing stop you from experiencing the life and business that you crave.